Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Lee Michelle sucks and she can't read. Anyway, <laughs> so there's read. really no reason why she, we should be talking about her on this show. <laughs> I don't I don't know how we got to this point. And she can't read. So <laughs> Welcome back to uh, the podcast of Dungeons. <laughs> what is that? What were we doing? I don't should know. Should we harmonize? Uh, uh podcast of mud and dragons. That that, that sounded that was better. This is better. It was something. It could be better. <laughs> but it was it, was it could be better. <laughs> it's a bit of a learning curve. <laughs> we discovered that learning curve is a really fun It's a bit of a learning curve. <laughs> really fun phrase to say in, a, in an Australian good, that's accent. That's a good juicy phrase to say in yeah. an Australian accent. Or probably also New Zealand. Yeah. Um apologies to our Australian. I apologize <laughs> to the Australian community. That's so true. But also I know no, I don't. You should know you're silly. <laughs> you guys sound silly. If, hey, listen. I know I'm silly. America's a silly place. You should know you sound silly. And I don't think that that's, that that's mean of me to say. And I don't think it's incorrect of me to say. No, it's not. It's not. You know what? Know your truth. Um, so, welcome back, speak guys. my damn truth. Uh, we missed you. Um, we are so happy to be back. So happy to be back. In the saddle again. <laughs> mm, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I let's roll that one back. Let's take it like it's take a second. Hi everybody, and thanks for coming to a podcast of Sweat and Dragons. I'm Jillian. I'm Maggie. Wow, we did so good on our first try. We very first try. Very first try. Definitely didn't edit Start anything. This episode. Nope. Nope, <clears throat> didn't edit anything. <laughs> um, so we took a brief hiatus we because did. my TBR list was getting long, Period. and my books read was getting very, very short. Yes, um, I was also experiencing this problem, and part of the problem with uh, having a podcast where you recommend books is, is that you have to have books that you like, and you're not going to like every book that you read. Um, that is the problem. So we needed a little bit of time to catch up on some books, get a get a few more newer ones under our under our belt, and um, have something new to talk about. Um, but we are here now, just in time for Valentine's just Day. Just in time for Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you guys, um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say enough like you did for our New Year's episode. <laughs> I regret nothing about that joke. It was so good. I, you I lined me right up for that one. I really did. You did. I really did. I said, I hope your you year put, is filled you, with this and filled with that. You put the word filled on a baseball tee, <laughs> and I picked up that bat. <laughs> and I hit it out of the park. <laughs> you, you hit a home run. I sure did. And you kept running. And I, um, I kept running. 
Um, so we have agreed today in the spirit of romance and Valentine's Day that um, we're going to talk about both talk about romances today. We are. I know you're used <clears throat> to hearing at least one of us talk about a romance, but we will both be talking about romances We will romances both be today. talking about romances. I am also just making a goal, as I have mentioned, that I'm going to read more spicy books yeah. in 2023. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. And so far it's going real good. Um, I am enlightened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned? What have you learned, Maggie? What have I learned? What, what have, have I learned, learned from smut? That perhaps some of my tastes are problematic and... We're going to talk about that. Oh, jeez. Okay, um, here we go. Let's, let's see who goes first. Okay. So, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. We did the scissors again every time. Rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, you win. Okay. So, let's talk about it. My book is called Escaping Wonderland. Oh! By Tiffany Roberts. Oh, that's fun. This is a Alice in Wonderland inspired sci-fi romance it's very very fun um let's give a little bit of a background first before we get um too into the weeds so alice is a well she just lost her dad about a month or so ago and he left behind her her stepmother and her stepbrother our story opens with Alice being detained, restrained, and brought into an asylum against her will. Because she's mad. <clears throat> she's not. She's okay. being imprisoned there wrongfully. She oh. gets the um, impression upon just by like what people are saying as they like sedate her and like bring her into this place that it was her 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 stepbrother's doing mm-hmm. um something to do with her stepfamily's doing um that they have had her brought here on purpose for some reason mm-hmm. and this is not just any in asylum this is an asylum where they plug all of the patients into a virtual reality and so they sort of sedate her to the point where she is sort of paralyzed there. And this man who's the director of the place kind of like looks over her and he kind of is like gross and yucky. And he kind of says some suggestive okay. things about how he's like going to get her later or whatever. But first she has Great. to be like rehabilitated so Great. that she's like broken in. Um so they like against her will like strap her down and plug her into like it's like a pod that like plugs a bunch of like needles and stuff into your body and like into your spine to like connect your nervous system to the simulation so that you can feel everything you're with accuracy okay matrix in the system yeah okay so she gets plugged into the system against her will and sort of manifests in this place where trees are too big and the flowers are too big and the whole place looks weird and the colors are off and too bright and then um some sort of like bunny-ish alien like burst through the trees after a few moments of her standing there in this new place that she knows isn't real because she's holding on to the last like few moments they did not like successfully fully 
fuck up her cognition Mm -hmm. of what is real to the point of everyone else in the simulation. So she knows that this is a simulation. It's not real. Okay. Um, But this person comes and he's like, you didn't show up in the right place and now we're late. And he's like dragging her through the forest to where she's supposed to go. Okay. And um, I love this. It's bad fucking news where they're trying to bring her. Okay. Um, because essentially she's like going to be broken in by the Hatter, which these people are crazy. Yeah. Literally violent crazy. These people yeah. want to hurt her and abuse her in multiple ways. And the these Hatter being the people that are detained. In this, in, or? Some of them are people who are like sort of detained in the system and then are being used as part of the system. Oh. Um. And the Hatter is supposed to, like, break her in and, like, break her spirit before the Red King comes to get her, which is the director. Um, Red King, I like that. Yeah. But meanwhile, she's like, when you show up in a place and everyone around you believes that this is reality and you're screaming, this isn't real, none of this is real, I am being detained, like, Mm -hmm. you sound like the crazy one. Yeah. So she's going through this. She gets brought into the Mad Hatter's like party, quote air quotes. And he starts to try and do something. He like handcuffs her down. She's like fighting. And then he goes back out because he like dropped his hat at some point. And he has like this insane attachment to his hat. And he like clearly like there's like the top is like all crusty and brown. Mm. Like he dips it in people's blood okay um which is gross and um but meanwhile there's this other character who sort of saw her as she first appeared but no one else saw him and he's she sort of is noticing like this pair of like glowing blue eyes sort of in odd places but they never manifest fully and she's like what is this this person manifests takes the mad hatter out and then comes to get her where the where the hatter has like brought her and he sort of like materializes into the room he's sort of like this shadowy presence and he can like phase around okay and when he materializes he's like this cat man with glowing blue eyes <laughs> and he's like a Cheshire cat insert yeah um and yeah so so he's like actually I don't know what it is but I think that you're mine and you're coming with me. You're not staying in this place. Um, I'm not letting anyone else have you because you're mine. Um, and yeah, so that's the premise, the starting point of our story. He finds her and she is desperately trying to find a way to get out of this fucking simulation because she knows it's not real. And she was put here against her wall. <clears throat> so I have found for you today a one star review. Okay. One out of five stars. Disturbing and nonsense. This was disturbing and nonsensical. I will steer clear of this author and this collection. This just seems like rambling and insanity in the author's perspective. I didn't even finish it because it was crazy. Maybe if I did (laughs) drugs, I might enjoy it. But I'm glad I borrowed it because I I didn't have to spend money and I could immediately return it. My friend. I love this. (laughs) I love this review because it could have been left on Alice in Wonderland. My friend, have you ever read Lewis Carroll? (laughs) Yeah. And that's the the really cool thing that I find about this book. She did a really good job of 
capturing the brand of crazy mm-hmm. of Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and like subverting it and putting it in this new location. Yeah. Like Shadow, which is the name of the cat guy. Okay. Says just like batshit crazy things that are just perfectly like Alice in Wonderland on brand kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah. Like there's one there's one point let me pull it up. So there's one point where they're looking for somebody. And he's been saying this whole time, like he just sort of walks off into the woods. No one else will walk off into the woods because they'll get lost. But she's like, we're not on the path. And he's like, yeah, well, I always end up where I wanted to be. And she's like, well, if we were this person, where would I be? And he goes, that's a silly question. Simple answer, though. I'd be exactly wherever I was. Let's go. Perfectly vague. Perfectly cryptic. It's like, and he says shit like that all the time. That is just so perfectly Alice in Wonderland. It's so perfectly like Cheshire Cat. That's just like dancing around the point and like dancing around what makes sense in reality. Making Um, you so confused. Right. And this whole time... She's like, you. first of all, you sound like a crazy person because of the way you talk. Second of all, this isn't real. And he's like, well, I'm looking at everything around here. I'm real. You're real. You can feel everything. I can feel everything. So, and who's the crazy one? Yeah, what is real? You what know? is real? And, it, and it's like, and she's like, but, but you don't understand. And yeah, it's a, it's a lot of that. And it just, it really tickled me because it just captured it yeah. so perfectly. Um, and it's also very interesting to see that start to break over time Mm -hmm. where she is slowly convincing him that this is true and the, their perception of reality isn't real. And that's why certain things are the way they are. And as that, like, this is a hard thing to break in someone's brain. Like, to tell someone that what they're perceiving as reality is not is a difficult thing. Especially, yeah. and even when you are a weird anomaly in the system that, because no one else is, like, shadowy like he is. No one else can, like, phase around like he can. No one understands why he is the way he is. He just likes to play his games and fuck with people and, like, get up in people's shit. Is he one of the patients or, like? Oh, isn't that I the question that's know. the question that's the question oh, is is what's going on with him why can he do the things he do he does and where is he at and also how do we wake up okay because very early on um you see shadow has no qualms about killing anyone because everyone comes back it's simulation everyone wakes up death okay. is permanent death is like you're sick for a day yeah and like, oh, the Hatter's going to be pissed tomorrow when he, when he wakes back up. Oh, my God. Um, but this isn't real. But then, yeah. But this is real. But then the director turns on true death on everyone. Oh. So now everyone in the simulation, when they die, they die. Oh, and the first shit. confrontation with that is when someone's like, no, the Hatter's dead. And he's not coming back. And that is one of the first sort of straws. Oh, in God. Shadow's mind of like, that's not right. That's not how things work. When people die, they come back. You can't just die forever. It's not a thing. 
But no one else could see what he actually looked like other than Alice. Okay. So that was the big problem is that the 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 Red King has sort of been trying to find him and like trying to get rid of this nuisance for ages. But no, they, he couldn't figure out right. if he was some sort of glitch or if he was one of the sleepers mm. and he just couldn't figure out who. Oh, this sounds so good. It's good. <laughs> like it turned out really good. And But this is a romance? Okay, so yeah, because he's like he's like, you're my one though, and I think that you're mine, and I'm gonna keep you. And she's like, whatever gets me the fuck out of here, dope. And she's like, but this guy's dangerous because he just killed that guy, and how do I know that anything he's saying is true? And the whole time he's like, I wouldn't do anything to you because you're mine. <laughs> <laughs> I would protect you because they don't get to have you. Okay, because you're mine. And she's like, okay, whatever. And they sort of go on this sort of traveling and all the while they're sort of being tracked and being trying to be caught. And all the while she's sort of breaking his perception of reality and he's sort of just like... So like... Being so like crazily charismatic, just like so fun in a wacky way and is just like trying to Mm. just like play and do crazy shit and be oh i love that who he is and it's just so good and then she finally breaks (laughs) and she's like she's like i don't want to do anything he's like i'm not gonna do anything to you like i'm i want you to want me but like what's if it's not real then what does it matter no consequences and, and and this is before he truly believes it, too. He's like, if it's not real, what does it matter? And she's like, there's just, like, this building tension and this building tension where, they're, where they just, like, really are starting to like each other. And she's really starting to rely on him and actually trust him. And, like, he keeps being there for her, being there for her, being there for her. And then it just boils over and they fuck in the right rabbit's house and it's so good. <laughs> amazing but yeah all of that is sort of building while this story is happening like around it i i'll give it probably give it a four four stars okay four stars four peps i think it's a solid four star four peps okay um very cool very fun um you know, not hard science fiction. <laughs> not in, true science not fiction. Not true, like, hard science fiction. Think of it in, like, the same category of science fiction as, uh, like, Ice Planet Barbarians. Okay. Um, you might not get super, super detailed answers of exactly how the simulation <laughs> works. But you don't need it. That's not really the important part. The important okay. part is that they, like, how they are able to get out and then how they get out of the situation once they are out. Yeah. Very neat, very inventive, and the vibes were right. The vibes were <laughs> The vibes on. were so right. They were perfectly Lewis yeah. Carroll. Yeah. Have you read Lewis Carroll before, honestly? I have not read it. No. Okay, so I thought I was going to be super cool and hipster in, like, high school, and I was like, I'm going to read the real Alice in Wonderland, I'm going to be cool, because that was right around when the Tim Burton movies were out. Right. And I was like, I'm going to read it. And I read it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? 
and then like I and then I went and read uh, through the Looking Glass next, and I was like, but there's all of these what? What is happening? <laughs> it was upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> and I did not. I I didn't fully understand the art of it until. Uh, later in life because in high school you're not you're dumb you know yeah <laughs> you're just reading taking things at face value at that oh point. that's the other thing I was looking at my my highlighted passages and I highlighted a couple crazy things that he said she's noticing as they're walking through the forest that she's mm-hmm. like sometimes I look at him and he looks like really small and then sometimes I look at him and he's far away and he looks impossibly big and then sometimes when he's standing right next to me he seems the height that he normally is which is like 6'4 or something like hot Right. Oh <laughs> and and she's like, you're just very tall. And he was. He towered over her, standing at least a foot taller than her, likely more. I'm exactly the size I'm meant to be. You, on the other hand, have changed sizes. It's quite inconsiderate. <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. He's so confusing and he's I like so, it. He's so confusing, but like, that's the vibe. I like it. And like... Also, he fucking murders for her. He will just fucking murder anybody. See, I like that. And I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, goes absolutely feral if anyone looks at her sideways. Mm-hmm. Oh! Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. I love All that. right. So, four stars, four peps. Mm-hmm. All right. And what's it called and, again? And, like, four, and, like, five teacups. That are upside down, but still holding their tea. Hey, that's a fantastic scale. Very specific. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Escaping Wonderland. Escaping Wonderland by Tiffany Roberts. All right. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so let's talk about my book. Yeah, let's talk about yours. Um, (laughs) I was a little embarrassed to bring this one forward because why? I brought praise last. (laughs) No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay, so this is, so I brought Hooked Mm -hmm. by Emily McIntyre. So Mm -hmm. Hooked by Emily McIntyre. Okay, so I'll give you a little premise. James Hook. Mm -hmm. God, he's hot. Okay, (laughs) so we've all watched Once Upon a Time and we're really into, you know, that hook. Yeah, we've seen him. With the jacket and the eyes and the accent. Okay, Mm -hmm. so... Same, basically that guy in here looks wise, right? Right. So, but James Hook, this is it, based in like, I don't know, Philadelphia or something. Sure, but right, exactly he where. He owns a bar called the Jolly Roger. <laughs> <laughs> and he is like a full on like mafia boss. Okay. <sighs> um, and he, he is really not a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I went into this, I knew, I was like, oh, this is a villain series, so he's, but he's gonna be like, you know, like, resand, you know? He's gonna be like, like, everybody from the outside was right. a villain, but on the inside, like, he's, it's all he's just good guy. He's just fine. No, 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 he's a really bad guy. <laughs> he's a really bad guy. Sometimes that's just what you need. Sometimes it's, and look, this is why I bring it forward, because I'm like, this is a different taste, but it... Did not deter me. Well, that's what I like. I, I I literally read a book recently where they were like, it's a villain. And he gets the girl. And I was like, ooh, great. And then I was like, where's the evil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where's the bad 
bad. I don't see him doing anything he just bad. He's <laughs> mad at the world and just seems like a little tortured. It's not like... He's just a little cryptic about stuff. Yeah, this, isn't, this isn't what I'm looking for. It's not the flavor I'm looking for. So this guy, this guy's bad. Um, he is a full mafia boss. They're pushing pixie dust. Drugs. Right. Okay. <laughs> We have, uh, he, his parents were killed when he was young, uh, because his parents worked for a guy named, or worked with a guy named Peter mm-hmm. Michaels. Mm. Okay. Peter Michaels owns an airline called Never After. Oh my God. That's okay. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. Neverland. 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 Okay. So he owns an airline called Neverland, and he is super rich, super powerful, all this stuff, and something happens with his parents, they get double-crossed, and uh, the he, Peter puts his family and him onto this plane, they fly home back to England, and the plane mysteriously crashes, killing everyone but him. Okay, so he's like an orphan. So... Next thing you know, then he uh, goes to live with his uncle, who is, uh, can't remember his name. Sure. But, but he is the kind of the crocodile okay. guy. He wears crocodile leather shoes. I think I was hoping you were going to say Crocs. Uh, <laughs> God, <laughs> I wish, I wish. No, no, he, um, no, he had like crocodile leather shoes and he has like a stopwatch. And so James obviously is like traumatized by the sound of ticking um and there is some like you know abuse going on with with him his uncle and him um so it's, it's awful so he's really twisted he's gone through a lot of trauma yeah and uh he ends up killing his uncle when he's like 18 years old bet good for you okay and he ends up getting picked up by this other guy who's really helpful and um is like kind of also a mafia boss and kind of teaches him the ways of the world mm-hmm so, next thing you know, <laughs> we have Wendy Michaels, <laughs> who is Peter's daughter. Okay? So, Wendy's like, I think like 21. What is the age difference here? <laughs> Wendy is like 21, and this was the thing that was crazy to me. James, I think I did the math, is like 25. And he's like, owns a bar. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like doing the math. I think he's like in his mid mid to late 20s, maybe. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so not a major age gap. No. He's not like late 30s or anything like that. Okay. Okay. So So James sees Wendy. Mm-hmm. Wendy's just out with her friends, right? Yeah. She's and Wendy. she walks into the bar and he sees her on the security cameras after he just finished torturing a guy in a basement downstairs. Um <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, what, what, that's what we love. That's to what see. I'm saying. So um, he sees her and he's like, Wendy? He knows exactly who she is. the <gasps> daughter of his enemy. Okay? And uh, so he's like, you know what would be fun? If I broke her. If I seduce her, get to know her, and then I break her heart and break her spirit and break her innocence <gasps> and then send her back to daddy. Right? 
So he's got this whole plot. He knows exactly who she is, all of these things. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. her friends, she and her friends are like going to this bar and they're like, there's this guy named Hook. Okay. He, li- he, he like owns the bar, super mysterious, all this stuff. Anyway, so she like goes to the bathroom and is like separated from her friends and she runs into him and he immediately is like, hello, darling. <laughs> right? <laughs> With no. the, with the, I know with the accent. Not, not a scary man calling me darling. I know. <laughs> okay, so so he's like, hello, darling, and all this stuff. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so forward. And she's like, she's all, like, got a mouth on her. And he's like, you got a filthy mouth and all this stuff, right? So, but he's, like, going after her. And then slowly, of course, he realizes he's really into her, right? <laughs> of course. Now. Here's where I'm going to get into the one-star reviews. Oh, please. Because the one-star reviews really missed the mark. I love that. They, they fully did not understand um, where I was like, oh, you're, you, don't, you don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> okay, so this is titled Disturbingly Abusive Sex. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I have my finger up in a hang on. <laughs> A sick, disturbing, and crazy unhealthy relationship. The main girl, a 20 to 21-year-old virgin until 10 minutes into their first date, enjoys... Well, I'll, I'll skip this part. <laughs> because that's an important detail. Okay, but but she enjoys um, some a little bit of pain and things like that. Mm-hmm. She is unfazed by being called a stupid whore and made to beg. Mm-hmm. She, she's mistreated continuously, literally kidnapped, physically manhandled and abused, but is aroused by him and then falls in love as soon as, as he comes on her face. <laughs> but because he's so good looking, it's okay. Man, she's just like me for real. <laughs> but because he's so good looking, it's okay. Lots of questions. And I'm just kind of like, oh, you don't get it. You don't get it. And that's okay. It's okay to be boring. Because here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. Hook is a little bit of a daddy dom, right? <laughs> and he likes his girls to be obedient. Okay? Um, I'm literally, I'm feeling feral about this. <laughs> okay, so we're getting into this. Um, now, Wendy um, is a brat. I'm waiting for you to Wendy's say Wendy's a brat. <laughs> Wendy is a brat. And she doesn't... <laughs> And she, mm-mm, she doesn't like be told what to do. Make me. Um, <laughs> but also, Wendy likes to be choked. Mm-hmm. And Hook is very happy to oblige. <laughs> okay, so I'm reading this, and the first scene, I don't want to spoil too much, but the first scene, now this is this is also a thing. She is a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean she doesn't have urges or desires hello um and that was another thing another one-star review where i was like you really missed the mark where they were like and i feel like this is a man that wrote this i feel like this has such man clueless energy um i just couldn't take this book or its character seriously i didn't make it very far for the simple fact that the girl in the book is in no way believable ready for this She's supposedly a virgin, of course she is, and blushes when shown attention by the guy, yet on their first date, she just gets up and sits in his lap and starts grinding against him. I'm like, 
Okay, yeah. She, when we're virgins, we just don't have urges. That's what it is. Yeah, we we just don't have urges. And also, I don't know if you noticed, this is a sex book. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't read it. We don't read it. Because it's believable. Right. <laughs> the point is that they do the sex. It's... It's period. It <laughs> so and like, then like you know he's like if if she's that forward how is she still a virgin? I'm like oh my god baby okay. there's a lot of reasons this there's a lot a of reasons okay and she even says there's a point where he's like saying I've never done this to you before and she's like I mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> like she because she says she's like I really don't like the idea of telling him that no one's ever touched me before in my life so that just gives me the ick so she goes so she's like no I'm not gonna lie yeah yeah somebody's done that to me yeah. before but then he goes no one's ever allowed to touch you again right <laughs> <laughs> so we love James. Now here's the here's the parts where I'm like where I'm like this is this is where I was I was starting to read it and the first encounter, their first date and everything, I'm like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is good. And he's like and he like it didn't go as expected because he suddenly like, Wow, we did some things and I liked it. <laughs> and that was not supposed to happen. I wasn't expecting to like it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to like it this much. But right? I really want to do it again. Okay. <laughs> But then later on in the book, and this is where I was like, hmm, I was like, oh man, like he's not a good person Mm -hmm. because there's a point where there's like a mistake because he's the daughter of her enemy. He thinks that she's in cahoots with Mm. her dad. He assumes that she's colluding about this situation because he was colluding about this situation. (laughs) So then he like kidnaps her and like puts put not puts her in danger but like keeps her in the basement and all of this stuff right and here's the thing this is where i was like hmm this gives me pause this is where i went back to the author's note because i was like hmm james is not a good person (laughs) that's so crazy um and then i read the author's note and i went ah okay um hooked is a dark contemporary romance. It's an adult fractured fairy tale. It is not fantasy or a literal retelling. The main character is a villain. If you're looking for a safe read with redemption and a bad guy turned into a hero, you will not find it in these pages. (laughs) And after I read that, I went, you know what? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I will take that for what it is and continue reading. And you know what? He doesn't get redeemed. He does not. But here's the thing. But he's really hot about it. But he's really hot about it. (laughs) There's a little bit of some like hate stuff going on where like he's her kidnapper. She's the she's the kidnappy and it's kind of bad. It's kind of toxic. It's kind of hot. Yeah. I (laughs) love it. And I had mixed feelings, but boy was I horny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Boy was I ready. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so that's where, um, that's where we are. That's hooked. Um, it's so good. (laughs) It sounds good. It's so good. I'm feeling a little feral over it. It's so good. It is not, again, this is not like resand where he's like redeemed or anything like that. This is like what I was looking for when I started to read the other book. And not just saying that I didn't like the book I was talking about. It just... He was never as bad. It was he was never bad. Yeah. And the things that he did that were bad, 
he had a justification for that I understood. Yeah. And that's not a villain. No. In the way that people were describing it when they recommended it. And yeah, I was no, like, no, no. Oh, shut up. Now, this guy, this guy would kill for her. He kills yeah. anyway. Yeah. And he would definitely kill for her. Yeah. Um, and he does. Um, <laughs> and um, again and again and again, he even oh tortures God. a guy oh that so called her. When they get blood on their hands. He even tortures a guy that called her a bitch in a coffee shop. <laughs> like it just—that's good. He's like really, but he's really like all in, and it is. And you know what? So am I. <laughs> And here's the thing. Again, this is where the realism... We don't read these for realism. No! We read these for fantasy. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't um, reading this to, to know the intricacies of a, um, of a... I keep wanting to say AI. That's not the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. What is the word I'm looking for? for virtual a, reality. Virtual reality. I you didn't are. come to this book to learn... About, about how the virtual reality system mm, works. No, we're not here for that. We're here I for came, the I came to see Alice fuck the Cheshire cat. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck the Cheshire cat. She, she did. did. <laughs> and she did. So, again, mm-hmm. um, and, and this is where, okay, so scale-wise, this is a four out of five. I think this is the first four I've brought to the table. I'm very proud of myself. Four so, out of five stars or peppers? Four out of five stars and four out of five peppers. Oh, well, as all well. Four, four's all around today. Four's all around today. I give it four because there was a couple of times where he was aroused when he was torturing people. And that's where I went, hmm. It didn't stop me, but it certainly gave me pause. <laughs> where I was like, in real life, I would call the police on this man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally. That would really that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> why do boner? I... <laughs> What's he gonna do about that? <laughs> like, why do I like this guy? Where are you gonna put that? <laughs> why are they having sex with the blood still on him? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it's kind of hot though. <laughs> it's kind of hot it's terrible anyway so so bad 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 bad. don't read this book guys so bad read the book book. go read it right now this is like i was this is like i was having an andrew i was having an andrew with a discussion the other day (laughs) (laughs) i was having a discussion with andrew the other day about um I'll have to show you a picture. There's an anime called Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. And there is a very, very bad demon man in this anime. Who's also very Oh, God. But, like, this is, like, really, 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 really bad. He's not a good guy. Not, like, really, really, really bad. Um, you absolutely could not fuck this man. Um, but does beca- he make us horny all the same? Oh, like, but, like... <laughs> But like, oh, oh no, no, they drew him like that on purpose. But like, like, they knew. But like, and he's got, and like, and he's like real for me. Has like forearms and shit. And um, no, they knew. They knew drawing him. Uh huh. They knew the the way they were doing. And I and I sent Andrew a TikTok about that um, the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, but he's so bad." And I was like, "You're," and he, "You're right." So. So bad. So right. Terrible. 
would absolutely kill me. But what a way to go. <laughs> what a way to go. What a way to go. Hey, if Bill, if villain bad, why hot? <laughs> if villain bad, why hot? If villain bad, why hot? If they're going to cast a hot man as the villain. They, why'd they draw him like that? <laughs> why'd they draw him like that? Why, why does he have a 12 pack? I, why, they didn't have to draw him like that. With those like riblets. You know what I mean? And the V. Don't draw him like that. They didn't have to draw him on a throne looking down at me like that. Uh-uh. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> That's the title of it's the episode. Too many, it's too many eyes and it's too many arms. <laughs> kind of part of it (laughs) that's the title of our episode if villain bad why hot (laughs) villain bad why hot (laughs) so good um anyway so maggie in terms of mouthfeel oh my god what is hooked okay you are in a bar the music like a club okay a bar club okay a blub, if you will. <laughs> no! No, uh, the mu- I won't. <laughs> the music is pumping. It's so loud. The bass, it's like that bass where it's in your chest and mm-hmm. your ears and everything, okay? And you can smell cigarettes. You can smell beer. You can smell, like, heavy, like, liquor. Mm-hmm. All those things floor sticky. Ew. Yeah. And then you feel you're hot and sweaty, but then you feel this breath on your ear. and then suddenly you have handcuffs (laughs) and um but then it's like oh no don't take me away that's so that's so bad why would you do that um what are you gonna do next time (laughs) yeah and then you're like somebody puts like takes a drink from behind your head and puts it up to your lips and you have to sip it and it's like one of those like I don't know, like a like a real like sharp gin kind of cocktail. Like really sharp gin kind of cocktail and it is strong and it like goes through your sinuses but then, you know, you feel good yeah. after you drink it. Yeah. I would say that's hooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In terms of mouthfeel. Yeah. Oh god, what is this going to be? Escaping Wonderland is like you're asleep and you're like falling asleep and then you get the falling feeling Mm. and you like jolt awake Mm. and suddenly you're in a place you don't recognize and the air smells sweet and there's like a river made of jello that you're next to and you go up to the river and you grab a scoop of this jello and you start to eat it because what else are you gonna do yeah and it's it's strawberry strawberry it is cool strawberry jello oh. and you bring it up to your lips to take a bite and then a hand with fur like soft suede closes around your wrist and tells you not to eat it Ooh! and then they're gone oh my god and that is escaping wonderland in terms of mouthfeel what what 
books we have brought to the table today. Very dark for Valentine's yeah, Day, very- but here's the thing. It's not all about the cutesy stuff, am it's I right? It's not. The, listen, it's kind of hot. It's like, kind of hot. It's dark. Sometimes you need something to get the blood pumping uh-huh. to get you ready for yeah. your Valentine's Day activities. Yeah. And some of these things are going to do that. Oh, yeah. So, um, and here's it, the thing. Um, if you really want to be... Uh, <clears throat> You really, 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 really want to uh, get it going. Uh, let me make sure I have the right thing here. Uh, read chapter 38. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and joining us for our lovely Valentine's Day special. I hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day and we'll see you next time. Happy love. Happy love. <laughs>